Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? What's up, Monica? How are you? You know, hustling. How you doing? You, I'm good. You know, I'm sporting the ghost poster stuff today. I see you. Yeah, I mean, if you, you guys are watching today. on YouTube, I got it all going on. And you guys probably have heard the new ghost poster uh, commercial. Guys, this is a product that I put together for y'all. It's free. It's 100% free Boom. and it all, it just sends you free Facebook Highly recommended ideas. by Real Estate Fight Club. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Get on it. Ghostposter.com. There's no E in ghostposter. She spelled it wrong, folks. And then she wouldn't no. let me spell realtor wrong. Because to... <laughs> you say it wrong. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it does matter. Let's you are context. One. If you remember, how long has it been since we received our cease and desist from NAR? <laughs> It's been uh, a while. Like, has it been like eight months or so at least? Because we use Realtor Fight Club, and I wanted to call it Realtor Fight Club because it's funny. But no, can't spell that wrong. No, we can spell Ghost Poster wrong. No, P- public service announcement: If you say Realtor or Realty, <laughs> you're saying it wrong, and you're in it. So you <laughs> need to change your ways. Hashtag Team Merland. All right. Hashtag Pet Peeve. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We love that you tune in every week and we love that you subscribe and you share it with your peeps and all the things. All the things. All right. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Should you use storytelling in your marketing comments? You know what storytelling is in the marketing comments, right? It's a picture Jen- of the sink. Let's define, let's define this first. <laughs> what do we mean by storytelling? In I don't the know, but it sounds comments? really dumb and fluffy. And all I can think of is like, you know, those agents that take artistic shots. Yes. It's like that. Nobody okay. freaking cares. I think it goes along with that, but I think it's more like, welcome home to your uh, weekly vacation spot. You know, get away from the everyday in this beautiful spa. Oh my like God, are we already store. fighting? It has, have <laughs> yes. we even started? Are we fighting? Well, this is going to be one of those, I think. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us why it's boring to use adjectives. It's dumb. First of all, most people don't even read that shit. Here's what they want to know. How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, how much, and where the hell is it? And that's it. They'll look at the picture, so it'll decide if they want to see it. They're not reading. Uh, false. That's a false freaking that is statement not, that is so if you, true. listen you're just a cold-hearted snake and you don't get into lo- you remember Paula <laughs> to my eyes yeah that should so, be on a dance party we should do a reel with paula abdul yeah, about that we should let's invite her on <laughs> listen here's what i know if I'm somebody hones in on a house they freaking read every detail on that MLS listing. I mean, every, they go through it. They go through it four times. Like you're, I think you're wrong. I disagree. (laughs) I mean, even if they're reading it all, does it make a difference? 
Yes, it creates a connection to the product. So we know they're already connected by the Listen, pictures. It's, it's the number one rule of advertising, Jen. Tell the story. Tell create the, story the connection. Through that you do it through the pictures. Well, you said not to take freaking pictures of the You same. shouldn't take artistic <laughs> shots. Take the picture of the damn house. But they're going to know, okay, if it's better, it's got the right bedrooms, right bathrooms, it's the right location, it's the right price. They fall in love. That's it. They're done. That's you. You're not oh. getting outside of your own brain. That's how you look at a house. So you got to consider when you're an agent, yeah. you're talking to lots of different. This is why I can't people. do buyers. It's too much. Like <laughs> I know they drive by the house. They're stalkers. They know tons of stuff about the sellers before they even go in the house. That's right. I agree with that, but I don't think that that means that you should use artistic pictures and language in your remarks. What what's the harm in telling a story through your remarks? There's no harm in it. I'm just saying, is it the best use of your time? Well, how long does it take? I don't know to come up with some <laughs> fluffy shit. It would take me a long time because you're not fluffy. You're cold water right. snake, right? So listen, <laughs> Paula Abdul. I do love Paula Abdul. I, I did. Think I had like all of her cassettes, all of it, and I saw her live at Riverbend Music Center. And guess who opened oh. for her? Who? Color Me Bad. Remember that? Yes. Yes. Color oh Me Bad God. opened for Paul Abdul and I had like 10th row. I thought it was the shit. Yes. That's awesome. Like, Love give her. me an example. Okay. So let's go back to the colorful. Okay. So yeah. you're saying like, welcome home to this home away from home. Oh my God. I'm like rolling my eyes. They hurt so bad. You can just picture yourself sitting oh, so with the family. <laughs> Listen, it's the number one rule of advertising is to connect people with a story. Stories sell. Stories save lives. Oh, Not story. this market. The well, buyers are like, listen, is it a house? That's where I will stand. Okay. That is I'll where I will it. agree with you. I will agree with you in this very moment in time. <clears throat> excuse me. When we have an incredibly ridiculous market or yeah. market going on. Yeah. Yeah. You can just put a stake in the yard and say this one's for sale. Uh, and you'll get it done. But I don't know that that's true all the time. I think there is something to like creating a vision and stories create visions. So I'm wondering, like, I just think that the listing needs to be the details of the property. Could you like, does it make sense maybe to do the video and create the story? I guess it depends on how people like consume content, right? I feel like when they're looking online, they're looking for details. They want to mm -hmm. know bedrooms, bathrooms, location, and price. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. they want to look at the pictures. Does it mm -hmm. look like I like it? So, but okay. So this is exactly my point. If you have to speak to both types of people, I'm no, I know there are more than I just don't two, speak but let's to those just, people. let's just say, no, I'm just kidding. But, but you need to, right? Like you need yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. To cast the widest the, net. Okay. The MLS in and of itself speaks to people like you. It has beds. It has best. It has square footage. It has whatever. Right. Like you're covered. Yeah. What about people like me? Where yeah, do but we I'm saying like, get? if I'm looking for a house, then I want to know, like, does it have a finished basement? Like, I don't care if you only have a certain amount of words that I'm going to be looking at and reading through. I want it to be the highest value words that are there on the page. So the highest value words are the shit that I care about. Does it have off street parking? Does it have a finite? Like how many bathrooms does it have? That, like stuff that I want to know that's important for buying this house. Well, you're going to know that, but what about creating connection? But if there's only, I don't know, do it in a video. 
because you don't want to be bothered with seeing adjectives in a marketing yeah, yes. description. If we adjectives could all learn bother you. Hands, that yeah. would be great. Stop putting Man, adjectives. That's the best. Sun-filled. Said. Like here are the words that like people love is bright, sun-filled. Yeah, uh, but there's also like those words that people, cozy means small. That's exactly yeah. my point. Like they use these fluffy words. This shit is small. I want to know that. this shit is small no this room is cozy Cozy. and you can you know snuggle up and read your book on the window if your love language is physical touch you will feel that with two or more people in this room (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) because it is only a one-person room (laughs) the kitchen is a step saver meaning you don't have to take a step to go from the sink to the oven the step saver memes were like the bathroom is like under one of the cabinets. <laughs> oh. oh my God. That's bad. That sounds like a ghost poster post waiting to happen. Yeah, it definitely is. All right. Should we take a break? Can we please? Yes, let's do it. Let's head yeah. back to our corners, hear a word from our partners. And when we return, I'm going to knock Monica out. Whatever. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it, make the call, see ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R. Dot com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else. Well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. 
Welcome back to the battle inside the ring. Jen and I are literally not seeing eye to eye on this one. And it's mainly wrong. because she's a cold hearted snake and I like <laughs> adjectives. I mean, it's let's boil it down to what it is. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, I'm not. I understand what you're saying. And I agree that buyers fall in love with the property. I think mm-hmm. there are better avenues to tell the story than in the description. That is the avenue to tell the story. Like that's oh. the that's the main thing they see. They're going to make a decision very quickly based on. Yes, but the decision pictures. is always about the location or the price or the is now this, this, this is where you're showing that you don't like working with buyers and that maybe you haven't in a while because wherever they say they want to be is not, not necessarily the where they end up. So we got to tell you know, stories. It always boils down to. I feel like when I have worked with buyers, they do have this like decision, right? And it's like, they said they wanted all these things, but now the decision is between two totally different things, but it usually is like location and then something else that's critically important that they have discovered on their journey of Mm -hmm. trying to find a home. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I mean, I just think if you add fluff, it makes it confusing. I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's confusing for you because <laughs> all you see are data points and I'm stats. Like, what do you want? Yeah, like what net it out, baby. Be brief, be bright, be gone. That's it. Can I suggest that perhaps the callus has formed on you because of how many houses you sell and how long you've been in this business. You forget what it is like to fall in love with a home. You see a home as a true investment. It's like dollars on papers for paper for you, correct? You don't care where yes. you live. I care where I live. I just mean like, you're not, a, you're not. It's an investment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just look at things differently. People who buy houses, I mean, they know the ins and outs. You're right. They stalk the sellers on Facebook. They try to find out everything they about the neighborhood. Like they spend time. Yeah. It's annoying. They drive by it really creepily and slowly. Like we're in <laughs> South Central LA. <laughs> the drive-by. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and share it. Yeah. (laughs) I really like to know what you guys think. I mean, I know what they think. They think like me. That's right. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to go write a like adjective rich book, but I just think about the pictures when they do like the artistic pictures of like the vase. Do you say vase yeah. or vase? I say vase. I say vase. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not like, I don't know. The vase. You know what I'm young... talking about, though. The art or the doorknob. I'm like, oh my God. I know. I know. Unless it's like that hand tooled brass in those old, cool, old homes. Like, I get that. Maybe you want to see a feature of some of the detail in the house. Okay, but maybe. the vase isn't staying with the house. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Neither is their furniture. Neither is the bed we that you just took a picture that. of. Yeah, I know. I know. It's awful. All right, All right, guys, please go to our Facebook page. That's Real Estate Fight Club podcast and let us know what you think. And don't forget to find us on Instagram because we're throwing down some really embarrassing shit out there. <laughs> is it embarrassing? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> kind of is. Well, kind Monica's of... funny. So you guys will enjoy that no, YouTube page as well. Real oh yeah, you Fight Club podcast on YouTube. And then if you are, oh, also we have a good guest after. So let's see who they agree with. Dot, oh, dot, I cannot wait. Dot, dot, uh, dot, 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 dot. 
<laughs> and if you're right. interested in working with me and Monica, we have some really exciting things going on. Hit us up at 513-400-1691. All right, Monica, I'll talk to you later. I'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. Welcome to our tiebreaker here with me today is Aaron Smith. Hey, Aaron. Hey, hey, no pressure. Got to break the tie, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So you are a licensed agent with EXP and you focus in Northern Kentucky. You're also a fellow podcaster. Yay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting started. So I've got a lot to learn from you. Yeah. Are you uh, ready for your tiebreaker question? I think so. Let's hear it. All right. Should you use storytelling in the MLS marketing? Should you use storytelling in MLS marketing? Honestly, so let me let me hash through this really quick in my head. I'll try to keep it brief. Okay. But so when when we list a house, first thing buyers look at is the price in the bedrooms. The next thing that they do is they filter through all the photos. Yeah, um, the location, like, price, bedrooms, location. Yeah, price, bedrooms, location. Uh, they might look at a map and the photos, and then eventually they'll find themselves in the marketing remarks. So you know we only get so many characters. So yeah. I think um, storytelling like going into this elaborate dialogue, you know, I'm a high D personality, mm -hmm. high I, high D. So I really don't like the fluff. Yeah. Um, but I really think if I'm going off the top of my head here. I really think that depending on the house, you have to consider your audience, right? So that's if, an interesting perspective. What do you dive into that a little bit more? So, so here's the thing. If I'm going higher end home, and let's say that it's got some, the, the owner of the house has really put some elaborate features in there. Then I might go through this lifestyle of marketing remarks where, oh, enjoy your coffee in the in the parlor and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. If um, I read that, I'd be like, this is terrible. Well, yeah, I thought you might say that. But here's <laughs> the thing, too. You've got you've got two sets of eyes on this. Right. So yeah. as, a, as a listing agent, I'm trying to make sure my seller is seeing that I'm putting the effort that they would like into it. And I'm also trying right. to appeal, appeal to a buyer. So. In short, what I think, I was just talking to Kayla, one of my uh, agents about this today, and she's listing a house up in Northern Cincinnati. And she said, uh, you know, she sent me this description, which was really weak. Yeah. I said, hey, look, you know, I'm okay if you have a feature of the house, a noun, right? Finished basement, right? You might mm -hmm. go in there and say something like, great home for entertaining with a full finished basement and fenced backyard. Uh, that tells the buyer out there what they're getting. And it also tells them what they can do with it. But if you go into this elaborate, like enjoy yourself sipping wine on the back porch and stuff, I'm not really about that. Cause I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the, you only get so many characters, you need to keep it condensed, but also use the adjectives and sell the benefits of the feature. Right. Because um, I think like I, most people know what to do with the backyard, right? I think yeah. like we don't go into a house and like, this is the kitchen. Like you don't say and, and that. They, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. You can see the backyard in the pictures. Like you can, right. you, you see it. I had a client one time uh, on a house we listed for like 230 or 240 in Newport, which is about the average, maybe a little bit above. And she was a copywriter for a marketing firm. Oh, what does she say? Oh my gosh. So I just told her, I told her straight out of the gate. I was like, I can tell you're, you're wanting certain wording for the, for the marketing. Here's what I'm going to do. You're a copywriter by trade. I'm a real estate marketer and a real estate professional. Why don't you go ahead and write the description and then I'll take a look at it. I'll make a, a couple of notes in there and we'll, we'll agree on what you want. Like work there. together. 
I, yeah. I just knew that whatever I wrote, she was going to eat it alive. So right. in my opinion, when you go to put the marketing remarks out there, the most critical person on those, the buyers are going to read them and they're going to go shut, set up the showing on the house and do their thing. I think, but the don't you think they've already kind of decided be based on the bedrooms, bathrooms, location, and picture before they even get to the words? Yes. Yeah. I think, I think there's so few homes in today's market that they've probably already made their mind up. So well, what about in a market that's more stable or where it's more of a seller, like more of a seller's market? Do you think then the need for the storytelling and fluff matters then? Well, in, in a market that's more balanced and it's not as uh, seller strong, I think I'm going to take the sexiest pieces of that house and I'm going to mm-hmm. accentuate those in the description, but I'm not going to fluff it up. I mean, I'm not right, going right. to, I'm not going to try to embellish on it. Uh, but honestly, like, I think, I think this question speaks to who's the seller mm-hmm. and can I keep the seller happy with my remarks? If the seller wants it to be more, you know, story ish, uh, they're going to be the most critical person on those remarks. Right. So I think I'm also trying to please my client there. Uh, but, and if I, you don't really think that it matters too much, then you're better off just making them happy. What do yeah. you think about when people take pictures of like the door knocker and the same <laughs> If you are not watching this on YouTube, please go there and watch Aaron's eye roll. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you see that because, you know, the iPhone came out with some pretty awesome portrait features and and agents who take pictures with their iPhone just want to go in there and, and, you know, do that stuff. And yeah, they got nice hardware and they've got nice pictures and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you only get so many pictures on the MLS, you know, throw some drone shots in there. If you really want to throw something in there that that's nice. But the fact that they put a nice fancy doorknob on or, uh, but I think like I was thinking to, yeah, I think it's silly. If, if there really is like some special features of the house, I think there's a way to combine those into like one picture or put them on an attachment or something like that. Or like, mention the details somehow, but I don't think are people buying the house because of the sink? I don't think so. No. I mean, as salespeople, we have to, we have to realize that there's all types of personalities out there. I really have to watch myself on those high C personalities that look at every detail. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll overlook those things and I'm like, Oh, those, you know, the doorknobs are cute and everything, but we don't really need to point that out. Right. And it's like, well, if it's a historic home and people really are looking for that historic character, then it maybe matters. don't zoom in yeah. on the damn doorknob though. Give a better picture of the whole room and just allow that to be a piece of the puzzle. So that's a good idea. But you know, the, the marketing remarks I think are more for the sellers and the buyers in today's world, just because buyers, like you said, by the time they've looked at the photos, they have already texted their agent to set up a showing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then the second, third time they go back and look at the listing, then they're looking at the remarks and yeah. see what the agent wants to fluff up using terms like cozy and quaint. And you know, <laughs> we all, all know that. what that means. Small. <laughs> yeah. Cozy <laughs> means your house is tiny. So tiny. Only you and them can be in there. Nobody else. No auxiliary Very people, nice. please. That's yeah. awesome. I think in general, your team Mertland, but yay. Congratulations. You're on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and that, that probably speaks to my personality a little bit too. Just Yeah. yeah Cause I think when you point. run your business though, you're more team Monica. Yeah. I mean, I'm relationship based in, in my, in my interactions with my client, but when it comes to facts and marketing, it's like, tell them why this house is badass and get off the, get off the remarks. So. Yes, exactly. But thanks for bringing up those good points. Aaron, if people want to get a hold of you or they, you know, want to reach out, what's the best way? 
Yeah. I mean, you can find all my information at aaronsmithteam.com and stay tuned. We've got a podcast coming where we're not really pitting agents against each other, but it's highly educational. Um, we do talk about some, some similar topics and uh, we actually do some home tours where we're actually going out with home inspectors and carpet professionals and getting their opinions on what buyers and sellers need to be looking for in the market. So stay tuned. Podcast is going to be called Real Estate Momentum and looking forward to launching that soon. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks, yeah, Aaron. Thanks for having me. See, See ya. ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.